how much is too much to see what's in your fridge? And why would the feds raid CES this year? All that and more Tech 411 starts now. Your personal guide to everything tech. Tech 411. Tech 411 with Oscar Santana and Todd Moore. Welcome to Tech 411. I'm Oscar Santana. And I'm Todd Moore, and this is show number 150. Happy for tuning in. Yeah, happy new year, everybody. Thank yeah. you for tuning in. 2016, the show still lives. It does. Uh, Todd Moore, nice to see you again. Yeah, this is the only time we ever hang out anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, busy lives, uh, you're busy building your empire and busy building my mind in business school. But that'll be done in July. Can't wait. It's so strange when you uh, leave even for two weeks for vacation and then you get back into, right, right back into school. I just had class uh, on Friday and Saturday. It feels like when you go to the gym and stop going for, let's say, a month and then say, oh, I'll just jump into a CrossFit class again and everything will be fine. No, you got to build that stamina back up to sit in the classroom for 12 hours. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah, that's a that's almost a skill. Uh, uh, you lose very quickly <laughs> yeah. when you're on vacation. Yes. Well, that being said, um, during this time, a few years ago, Todd and I were at CES. And last year, if I'm not mistaken, you went to CES as well. I did. Yes. Yeah. When you were this year, I did not go though. When you were there the last two years, mm -hmm. did you ever see U.S. Marshals on the showroom floor? I did not. Apparently, that happened this year. So this is at the Las Vegas Convention Center. There's thousands and thousands of booths, and Oscar and I walk these halls. And you need to have first thing I tell you: have a good set of tennis shoes. Yeah. So you walk the hallways of the Las Vegas Convention Center. It's huge, right? There's tons and tons of people everywhere, and there's lots of different companies showing all their latest gadgets. And this is the first time that I think this has ever happened. But the U.S. Marshals raided. A company there that was showing off a product. It was a Chinese manufacturer uh, that was creating kind of like what a hoverboard is, you know, the, the new term, which really isn't a hoverboard. It has wheels on it. But it was the company uh, Future Motion One Wheel thought they were being ripped off by the this Chinese manufacturer and had the U.S. Marshals come in, confiscate everything. And it was uh, first time I ever heard of, of such a thing happening. And kind of digging into the story, they were saying, Future One says they tried to contact their lawyers. They realized they were coming. This this company was coming and it looked like a complete knockoff of their product, which they had patents on. They had design patents on this. And I, I don't blame Future Motion at all for going. They made a complete knockoff. And here's the problem. We've spent years and years researching and building a safe product. And you've heard, of course, the stories with hoverboards about yeah. knockoffs exploding, burning down houses. Amazon uh, told all their customers to throw them away and we'll give you the money back. Yeah. So this is a serious problem because um, this, ha this is happening all the time where this could actually ruin this company, Future Motion's product, because everyone now assumes – that they can buy it elsewhere, and then the thing starts exploding because of the lithium-ion. They didn't build it with safety in mind. And, they well, just or, did a knockoff. Or, right? the, yeah, the quality of the build wasn't up to the, up to the standards it should have been, right? Yeah, it's just a copy. And, and China's great at this. This is what they do. They see what's popular out in America, and they just they manufacture uh, a knockoff product that – they didn't spend a lot of any time on design or worried about safety. They just built it, copied it, and then they tried to resell it for a cheaper price. And it happens a lot. 
and it is a serious problem. And so this company, Future Motion, did have patents. And I know you've heard me talk poorly about patents. Poorly? Like what are you talking about? Well, I mainly when I talk about software patents. Oh, in a negative trolls. manner? Well, software patents and patent trolls are a different animal. Completely different. This is a real invention. This is a real product. And these guys are trying to, trying to make a go of this. And they're not a patent troll. Uh, they have every reason to be upset that this you know, Chinese manufacturer copied it looks identical to their product. And yeah, they have to be worried about, you know, what that would, they, they actually said, we're fine with competition, but this is the kind of thing that can destroy our product because mm. now we all think hoverboards are hoverboards, right? It's not yeah. a brand, specific brand. And so it's, it's like believes, a sector. You don't know the brand. You're like, oh, yeah. this is just like, oh, the hoverboards, you got to go buy one, like a bike. Bikes are bikes. Yeah. And this product, the one wheel, and it has one wheel that you balance on and you ride it like a skateboard, you know, it's a complete knockoff and it could just ruin their company if it's ever deemed unsafe or it burns down your house. Mm. So they tried to contact this company before CES occurred and they were uh, unable to get hold of them and they never got a response from this company. So finally they took action and, you know, had the U.S. Marshals raid CES uh, and it's gotta be embarrassing. A lot of people yeah, around. Yeah, a little little egg on the face, I think. Yeah, and you just spent thirty thousand dollars for that booth and all that money to get your product over and all those. And oh my God, can you imagine if they had written orders like, yes, I want one of these. Oh, we got raided. We can't sell them to anymore. <laughs> that, that I mean, that's soul crushing. But you can't steal people's IP that way. Yeah. And you do have to protect those type of patents. And I'll go one further. I don't know what the main manufacturer for hoverboards is. I just know that they're not safe. That's the thing is like you just think they're unsafe when actually, you know, the companies in America that were creating this, these products, you know, they are safe. Yeah. They have to really spend a lot of time to make sure they don't burn down your house. Whereas in China, uh, they don't necessarily have to worry about that too much. They just want to sell uh, for a cheap price and with with disregard for are these lithium ion batteries actually safe for this product? They don't care. Mm. I uh, jumped on a hoverboard in uh, Los Angeles when I was visiting my sister and my family for over the holiday, and uh, you I used one. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be a lot easier. Um, it's certainly I didn't do the Mike Tyson and fall off and uh, bust my back up. I have not seen that video. <laughs> it's Somebody made, they actually, this is what's beautiful about software. A, a kid, I imagine, who knows, an adult, they took the same video of Mike Tyson rolling through his living room and then falling off of the hoverboard right onto his back. But then they added Glass Joe from Mike Tyson's punch out, the graphic of him <laughs> punching Mike Tyson out as he falls. It was hilarious. Oh, that is good. But I could see how somebody could fall off easily, especially if you're not used to, you know, being on it, because I definitely almost fell off at least four or five times. Yeah, I hear they're dangerous, and I saw some video of someone riding it, and it fell into the pool. I, the, yeah, <laughs> I, was on, I saw it on Facebook. I was like, all right. They yeah. got uh, $1,000 or 300 depending on how much you spent. I'm just – I hate the fact that someone someone came up with brilliant marketing and called it a hoverboard. It's not a hoverboard. It's not a hoverboard. It has wheels. Yeah. You shouldn't be allowed to – that's like false advertising, right? No, absolutely. When I first heard – have you – have you seen the hoverboard everybody's getting for Christmas? I was like, what? I saw a Lexus video where they had yeah. to build a track. They built one. Yes, but not not the hoverboard we saw Marty McFly running around on. And the Lexus hoverboard, uh, I think you have to coat 
the entire floor in magnets. Yes. Or something like there's no. It's like, like a semiconductor. Yeah, you can't. You can't just ride that thing on the street. You got to build your own studio to operate that thing. There are some great, uh, I guess, or not. Maybe not. I'll, I'll go from. I'll go from. Great to interesting. So let's go with great, and at least in my eyes, at CES. Um, last year, we briefly spoke on Tech 411 about Braggy and uh, the new Dash in-ear earbuds. And by in-ear, I mean wireless in-ear buds that you could have a left and right, and you just drop them in, and you're good to go. And the sound quality was said to be phenomenal back then. Uh, they initially had a production backup because they were going to go with Bluetooth communication. They changed to near-field communication. Uh, the latest update is that they're shipping to their early backers, started on Kickstarter like everything else these days. I saw two reports yesterday and one today, and one today that uh, our friend, my friend Charlie sent me over that I said, it's finally here, the $300 wireless headphone that's quality and isn't a piece of crap. And by that, I mean, there are some models of wireless, you know, headphones with an actual wire between the left and right buds that are pretty good, but they sound kind of thin. Um, I think I got you a, a pair of Beats or um, yep. some, some sort of wireless headphone a couple of years running. They're good. They're fun, especially if you're out and you're working out, you're doing something, maybe you're working on your yard, but you can tell the quality of of sound is not that of uh, of what you would hear with you know your regular uh, like plug-in uh, headphones. I'm excited for these earbuds. Mm -hmm. Are you, Todd? <laughs> um, Be honest. No. 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 Why? No. Well, now did you mention the the whole Fitbit kind of thing? Yes, that's fine. I mean, you know, I mean, that's. I think that's the gimmick of this. It's combining. Good quality, you know, headphones with the ability to, to the track. It's kind of like a Fitbit included, as well as you can communicate and talk to other other people just as a phone. So yeah. it's three in one. So there's a live sports assistant uh, that's included with this that I can measure your heart rate and steps and things like that. The, but the but the uh, but I I'm I guess what it tells me is that it's it's truly wireless. There is no wire between the left and right channels. Nothing going around your neck or around your back or around your head. Okay. I, the reason I'm not <laughs> that excited about it is I prefer a wired, you know, headphone set. I always have and I always feel like my Bluetooth devices are just never charged or I never remember <laughs> to charge them. So I'm like, I always just grab the wired ones. Uh, so the, there's a convenience thing. So for me, I think it's, they have to simplify charging uh, so that it's completely wireless charging. And I don't know. It's Maybe that, that would be the next step. Currently right now with, with uh, the current units that will start shipping or apparently shipping now and will be on the market this year. $300 is the price point. Um, $299, if I'm being accurate, so $300. They, the way the device uh, is used is that you have the left and right earbud and you use them. When they're done, you put them in their, they have their own specialized case. The case can charge the earbuds up to six times and then you have to charge the case. So there are some pain points, but... If this is the start, well, I think one of the pain points are going to be you're going to easily lose these things because there's no wire that connect them. And they send you a wire that can connect them if you want. 
Well, that's the thing. It's yeah. like how many times have your have your you know earpieces fallen out? And it happens all the time. And they're selling this thing like it, this is great for athletes that are very active, run, cycle, swim, <laughs> you imagine? do I think, all this stuff. I think I lost the left channel at mile eleven point two. You're like, <laughs> this, is, this is the same problem that the Fitbit had. Every time I wore that thing, I lost it. <laughs> I never thought about that. Yeah, we're going for a hike. Okay, I think I left the right so, channel at the top of Thompson Peak. So here's how we solve it. Let's let's connect them with a wire and then have a wire that's attached to you, to your jacket, so that if they do fall out, you don't lose them. But then if you're going to do all that, well, let's just go with the wired headphones What's the that point? I already use. What's the point? You're right. Man. Well, that's my take on it. Yeah, I if, could I, be wrong. if I lost one, I, see, I didn't even think about that. Would I be like, oh, it's okay. I'm going to go with the left one. And how much is the dash? 300 bucks. Oh my God. There's no way I would ever spend that amount of money because you're just going to lose it and you're going to hate yourself. Well, we'll find out. Uh, I haven't ordered yet, um, but it's certainly something that I've been looking forward to for many years. Finally hit the market. From headphones. Are to, you really going to buy that? Ah, uh, maybe. Three knows. Really? Yeah, you know me. I bought uh, Google Glass and oh, saw how that worked out. The leash is extra, by the way. The leash is $20 extra if you want if you want to make sure you don't lose them. I'm a no leash guy. No leash guy. <laughs> you gonna, you're like you're going to call me and I'll laugh when when you tell me that you've lost a left or right one. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and you know what? Please do laugh. Remember when I called you and I told you I lost one of the channels. Yeah. Left or, And I'm going to say right. I think we talked about that. <laughs> okay. And now that's like just throwing $150 out the window. It's a wall. Hey, the, the, if the Powerball comes, it's not going to matter. Speaking of throwing your money out the window, what do you think of the new Oculus Rift that will be shipping in March with a price tag of $599? That's $599 to start. And then you have to buy, if I'm not mistaken, a secondary device. Well, you need a PC. Yes. That's or an that, Xbox. Yeah, but it, you need a PC or an Xbox. Let's say you, let's say you don't have an Xbox, the top of the line Xbox. Your PC is going to need a certain uh, a certain graphics. video card, yeah, graphics card that I high end, yeah, two hundred dollars. So you're really talking about an eight hundred dollar price point if you're lucky, right? And and so let's talk about what's included. You get the Rift headset and cables, an Oculus remote, and an Xbox One controller, and they do throw in two free games. That's funny. It says two free games. No, you paid six hundred dollars, so it's probably Nothing's part of the free. price. Nothing's free. But they're giving you they're giving you two games to start with. I don't know. It seems pretty expensive. Like, because to me, I view this VR stuff right now. VR, AR is it's just kind of hobby. It's just hobbyist right now. You know, I'd I'd rather use a Google Cardboard if I want to experience some VR. But yeah. I'm probably wrong. Everyone seems to be talking about it. They yeah. were talking about it last year. Three years year ago, we they were, were talking there. about it. Yeah. You were out there two years ago. Yeah. And Oculus was talking, like, it was blowing up then. It blew you, up two years ago. You couldn't get an appointment to try it Yeah, two remember years we ago. walked up to the yeah. guys and were like, yeah, no, I don't think so. They told us to kick rocks. Uh, one never heard of you. <laughs> I'm serious. It's like, that's what happened. They're like, no, that's just not going to happen. <laughs> uh, well, in our defense... And I, we thought it was going to be out by now. They're finally getting it out, right? They're getting it out to market, $800. I don't believe it's going to be the Power Glove that Nintendo put out. But I also 
what surprised me, and you brought this point up in our pre-show, 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 pre-show meeting, Todd, that it's not the only game in town. There's all these VR headsets that are coming to the market. No, absolutely. PlayStation's got their own VR that uh, they claim they already have a couple hundred developers signed up, a hundred games uh, being worked on. I don't know if I'd put a lot of weight in that. Uh, Oculus, of course, is huge. But eight, a lot of uh, people say HTC um, has one of the best headsets, and it's called the, what is it, Vive? And everyone seems to think that was the best, And then, but then, of course, you got Microsoft Solution, the HoloLens. Like, everyone seems to be putting a lot of time and effort into, into VR, and I don't know. This is like, you, you know, two years ago it was hot. One year ago it was hot. I did all the, when I was out at Sundance last year, they had a whole thing uh, showing how to experience VR and new way to consume movies. And it was cool, but it's not something I was like, oh, I got to run out and buy that for my house. It was, yeah. You know, it just seems like it's cool. You had recently the, was it the Times uh, sent out Google Cardboard to everybody? Mm-hmm. And which is a great way to experience, you know, cheap VR because you just use your smartphone and you construct. Samsung has something similar where they actually have the headset and you just put your smartphone inside the headset. Yeah. Yep. Uh, The the VR gear or something. Yeah. yeah, 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 I used that last year at CES and, you know, it was nice. It wasn't something I didn't leave that experience going. I must have that. You know, I just said it's a nice it's a toy. It's it's hobby. Uh, I don't know. So I think there's still like a lot of work to do. I don't think we're there yet. Yeah, it's still, still uh, some some time. Well, uh, you know, a higher price point for early entry for those gatekeepers. So that's what we'll find well, out. One thing I guess good is if you backed uh, Oculus in the very early days, they're giving you a free one. Because a lot of people got upset. They were like, well, you guys sold out the Facebook. Yeah, because I gave you my Kickstarter money and then you took the billions from Zuckerberg. Yeah, and then you sold the company for $2 billion. It's like I financed you guys getting rich. So there was a lot of, you know, people were like upset over that. And they were like, if I knew you are going to give that, just get paid out by Zuckerberg, I wouldn't have kickstarted this thing. Uh, so they're trying to make up for that, I guess, and they're giving all the early adopters uh, a free headset unit. How about so. some shares? Give them some shares. <laughs> yeah, how about some stock? Some stock. Some equity. Give me some equity for the equity I gave you. Thinking like an MBA. <laughs> <laughs> you go. Speaking of uh, of the home and Samsung, uh, this is the most uh, divisive uh, gadget on the floor. Samsung has come out with a fridge uh, that costs uh, has a price tag over sixty of over sixty five hundred dollars initially, and you may wonder, oh my God, like are they competing with? Uh, with these sub-zero refrigerators you see in these top-of-the-line homes, like what's Viking happening? Or, yeah, yeah. high-end commercial yeah. equipment. What's different about this fridge? And when I initially saw it, I said, they just basically put a big Samsung television in front of the fridge, like for the door, <laughs> initially. But then as we dug further, Todd, you found, a, found out a little bit more about the fridge. Well, they, apparently there's three cameras inside the fridge, which will take a picture of all of the fridge's contents when you close the door. And then you're able to obviously look at those photos without opening the door. But more importantly, if you're at the grocery store, you can get that information onto your phone as well. So you can see the contents of your fridge while you're shopping at the grocery store. Which is great, but 
uh, it's that's a grocery list, right? You can put that on, uh, an, and it has that too. It has apps that you can use to track, you know, what you need to, to order and stuff. And you know, you read this, <laughs> and I guess some people. You said some people really like the idea, and then there's people like us, yeah, that are just like, are we running out of ideas? I mean, what are we doing here? You know, are we are we just going to go out and yeah, and Samsung makes a lot of devices. So, sure, let's go and slap one of our TVs inside of this thing and slap some of our cameras inside of this thing. And, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not quite buying it, especially with that price tag. Do you – is that really a pain point when you go shopping? Like, what do I need? Are you a grocery list guy? Uh, no. Right? No. I, I don't – I mean, sometimes I create a list, I guess. But usually I just – I know already what I need. I just yeah. go there and I get it done. Yeah. And I don't need to see a photo, I guess. And, and if I needed a photo, I'll just take a photo of the fridge with my smartphone. Since I always have the smartphone with me, just take a photo and then go to the grocery store. That's actually not a bad idea. And you'll save $6,000. Yeah. The, the, smart, the smart home doesn't need to be that smart. Right. Well, and then we were talking earlier is like, well, what I really want is just talk directly to Amazon to, and so that Amazon can deliver it to my home automatically. Anything that is needed now there, there's something useful and that's something, you know, Amazon's getting big into home automation. Of course, they had those buttons that you can order any product by pushing it. You know, the logical next step is why not have your refrigerator able to communicate with Amazon and always keep the stuff you want, you know, in full supply. That yeah. makes sense. That, that and I'm sure cool. we're going to get there. We'll uh, get there. So the Samsung, uh, what is called the Family Hub Refrigerator, uh, coming to a uh, appliance store near you. If you're I into wonder, that. It'd be great if it worked with Amazon Echo. And I, yes. could, I could be on the couch and say, do I have any potato chips? Mm -hmm. Well, I guess I wouldn't be in the fridge. No, no. Do you I say, Alexa, check the fridge. Yeah. What, what do I have? And she reads it off to you. Yeah, or could just say, yeah, Alexa, order anything I need that I don't have, and like it'll buy me another six pack of beer. Amazon will not only deliver it, but go deliver it right to the fridge. <laughs> With their drones. With so, their drones. But not in DC, as we found out. Uh, and again, everybody knows oh. I've been on this drone bandwagon for, for years now. For years. And it was cool. It's fun. It wasn't necessarily worth the dollars. If I was in uh, the business of making commercials, maybe uh, if I took my real estate uh, photo business, Santana Air, to the next level, I think I had one client. And Or if I was photographing weddings from above, yes, if you could make that money back easy, pretty easy, I would imagine within a summer's work on the weekends. But now I can't even fly my drone within a 30 mile radius of the District of Columbia, basically uh, a Reagan National, which is basically DC, 30 mile radius. I have to basically go to another state and I'm not talking about Maryland or Virginia. We have to go past that West Virginia. Yeah. And I'm looking or North Carolina. And yeah, we all knew this was going to happen. You, you fly one into the White House, bad things are going to happen to this, to this industry. You know, and, and, and that makes sense. But yeah, you, you are kind of screwed if you're, you said 30 mile radius from each airport. It's, it's a 30 mile radius from, then I'll give you a little context here. So 
I'm uh, I'm in Glover Park, right above Georgetown. I I can see the planes landing at uh, Reagan National from my viewpoint right now, right? Mm-hmm. So from this is where I live, basically. And when I go to my parents' house before uh, this all went down with uh, the 15 mile restriction, I have my parents' house in Olney, Maryland, which is basically I would say at the 15 mile mark, I could barely fly it. So I said, "F this." I'm going to go over and I'm going to head to, and I'm going to join. And I paid a hundred bucks to join a model airplane club in uh, Baltimore in Laurel. And I went out there and even then I couldn't fly it because BWI Baltimore, Washington national airport is within 10, 10 miles of there. So they have completely taken me out of the drone game to the point that I think I'm just going to put it on a secondary market because I called the company that I bought my drone from the second one, DJI. And I said, look, I bought the first one. I was kind of okay with a 15-mile no-fly zone after the White House incident. I'll play ball. I can still go and fly it uh, in Fairfax. I can fly it at my parents' house. But I I was like, the second round of the 30-mile no-fly zone, and you want me to register my drone for 50 bucks? It might be five bucks. For five bucks? So you want another $5 from me that I have to do legally, and I can't fly it? What's the point? Like, is there something? Maybe I can get one of your handheld cameras. Let's trade this thing in. And they said, sir, uh, we've had many complaints from your area, and we just tell them to put it on the secondary market. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. You, we, you, you pointed me to this, uh, this map, mapbox.com slash drone slash no fly. fly. Yeah. And it, it kind of paints a, a grim picture across the U.S. of places uh, you're not allowed to use drones. And certainly D.C. has this massive circle yeah. that – Extends all the way to the edge of Baltimore, which is shocking. (laughs) Like, really? Like, on the way to Baltimore, there's a lot of open areas. And I'm just amazed that... They shut down certain drone clubs that were outside of this range. You'd have to drive south to Fredericksburg to have safe haven. Or you could head west to Winchester and you could fly there. And if you're listening to the show, you they will ask her, how are they going to know? The firmware doesn't let you take off unless it's updated. And the updated firmware doesn't let you take off because it knows it, it's GPS based and knows you're within the no fly. Any idea what the fine is if you get caught? A thousand dollars. Okay. Not the end of the world, but not, certainly not worth a thousand dollars. The price of the drone. Yeah. So you're going to sell yours, huh? How much are you going to sell it for? Oh, I think it's got a, I would say it's got a 20 minute life, uh, life battery. I probably flew it a total of five times. So let's say we have two hours of flight time. I'll be generous. Um, two hours flight time, pristine condition, thousand dollars. And how much did you pay for it? I think it was like 1400 bucks. You got extra batteries and stuff. No extra batteries. Not for this version, but it's got, this is, has the 4k video camera. Yes. Gorgeous. Wow. Absolutely gorgeous. The most steady, stable video I've seen in 4K in my life. In my life. Yeah. I'm well, sorry. I feel like you're, you're being discriminated against oh, I, uh, in some way. I think the writing was on the wall. I think the 30 miles is rough. It, 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 so, you shouldn't have to drive to Baltimore. Well, and, I, and ideally, Todd, think about this. There should be some green space in this area where you're allowed to do it in a club if you're if you're being responsible. With a bottle full of bub. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Am I missing anything before we're going to apps of the week? No, I think that's it. I think we covered it. Okay. Very Sorry cool. to hear that, but if you are looking to buy a drone, I get, I will personally 
vouch for Oscar's drone. That thing is nice. I've flown it. The camera is beautiful. It is beautiful, man. Uh, if you live outside of Northern Virginia in the DC regional yeah. area, yeah, hit up Oscar on it, Facebook and please. It's a good price. Yeah, if you're not from around here, <laughs> hit me up. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? And maybe you're like visiting DC yeah. <laughs> for the weekend. <laughs> we could do the back alley handshake. The, the sweaty handshake. Sweaty handshake. Off Craigslist. Okay, um, apps of the week. Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? By the way, um, Mac. How about you? Well, Mac, Mac's still part of the show. Just couldn't make it today. Um, but we'll have him on next week for sure. Or th- so a couple weeks. I can go first if you want. Please. Do you have a good one or no? I have a great one. Okay, well, I'll go first. My app of the week is Reuters TV, and I have it on my iPhone. It's not available on Apple TV yet, unfortunately. But I wanted to talk about this app because I think it's interesting how they implement it. And, of course, we all are familiar with apps that just stream video content. Yeah. What I really like about what they're doing inside this app is you tell it how much free time do you have. Do you only have five minutes? Do you have 10, 15, 20, 30? You tell them, this is how much time I have, go. And it will assemble all the video content for how much time you have. Wow. Isn't that a neat concept? So if I have 30 minutes and uh, to spend, I'm going to just say 30 minutes, go ahead, play, and I'll airplay it up to the Apple TV. And I've got 30 minutes of, of like news programming. But if I'm on the go... I can lower down all the way to five minutes and it'll pick the best videos for five minutes and give me that update instead. That is brilliant. Yeah, I think that's kind of neat, you know? Yeah, it's not just on-demand news or programming. It's on-demand on your time. Exactly. Like if, if, you, if you really have 30 minutes or let's say you have 20 minutes because your meeting's running late or your contact's running late, you're like, ah. I don't feel like plugging back in, starting a project, and be interrupted again. Give me 20 minutes of programming, dig my mind off the world. Exactly. Wow. And, and there is, uh, it's free, and there is advertising, and they have a, a subscription model. If you like their content, you can remove the ads for like two bucks a month. So I, I, I don't know. I, I kind of like that idea. It's the first example that I've seen of, of a streaming app where you tell it how much time you have, and then it fills that you know, amount of, uh, information. That's cool. That, that idea yeah, is, is worth it. It's pretty yeah, awesome. I think that's kind of cool. Maybe that's, this is a trend that's going to be happening. I think it only works with news. Um, but oh my God, we didn't even talk about Netflix, man. What with Netflix? Uh, I'm watching the, have you seen? Oh, making, the murderer to catch a murderer. Murder, no, making a murderer. Making it to catch a predator. Um, no, <laughs> I haven't. That is on my list to do tonight. Oh. Yo, no, no. No, do it tonight? You need a 10-hour block. I saw that on your Facebook page over the break. I said, it can't be that great. I stayed up. I started watching at like 8 p.m. on a work night, and I didn't go to bed till 4 a.m. Oh, no, you were crushed the next day. Oh, oh, my God. It's like like cereal, but it's a video, so it's even more engaging because – you know, imagine the great storytelling of Serial, and now it's a real, like, documentary-style film. And it's wow. just, you'll just go through every emotion imaginable uh, when you watch this. And it's so good. Highly recommend it. Yeah, it's part of my homework, because um, the guys, I think, are talking about it uh, tomorrow on the Michael Mara show. 
Oh, really? Yeah. I, I said, look, I get maybe two in, two, three no, in. I can't no, catch no. up. You need to at least watch four or five before <laughs> you start talking about it. <laughs> okay. It's 10 shows, 10 hours. <laughs> 10 hours. And I watched, I think, five or six before I fell asleep. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'd not, not because I fell asleep because it was boring. Um, well, it's 4 a.m. Your body just said I enough. I just couldn't do anymore. <laughs> uh, I couldn't give anymore. And I wish I would have like just done it on like a Saturday where nothing's going on. But wow. All right. <laughs> this thing is blowing up like cereal blew up. So anyway, sorry to interrupt your no, app no. of the week. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Uh, my app of the week, maybe something to uh, soothe your pain uh, after you've stayed up for four hours and maybe been on a plane, a cross-country trip or a train. Uh, I, I actually discovered this this past uh, Friday when, um, so for my MBA program, we stay in a hotel right near campus because a lot of people come in from out of state. And they have to, um, we have to work on group projects at times. So this really is the best time to do work. So we end up going back to the hotel, eating a quick dinner, and then going back into conference rooms uh, to work on our certain projects. So somebody had mentioned, they said, oh, I just wish there was a, a spa in this hotel so they could get a massage, right? And I said, oh, it's, there should be an app for that. I'm sure there is. And just, I just said that, you know, willy nilly. And then one of the girls um, in our class said that, oh, my husband uses this app called Zeal in Los Angeles. And I said, Zeal? She goes, yeah, they call it the Uber for massages. And I said, oh, this her husband uses. And I started getting all nefarious in my mind. I was like, <laughs> the only in-call massage I've ever heard of are the ones that you find on Craigslist. Right. So <laughs> I... I did a little research, and by the time I was done, I realized there were a real serious stand-up operation to the point that I ordered a massage, oh. and they showed up at the hotel. And at your hotel? At my hotel. That seems kind of creepy. It was, but it wasn't when it was over. <laughs> because, um, so you go to zeal.com, the way they verify- How do you spell that? As Z-E-E-L. Okay. Zeal. I like it wrong. Am I saying it wrong? No, no, okay, I, sp okay. I spell it with an A, Z, E, A. So I, uh, I remember, so it was wrapping up around 8.30, um, and I said, well, I, I'm going to see if I can download this thing and get somebody to come out to College Park. And I, Washington, DC. I typed it in, it's and there. apparently they just launched in DC in December, uh, so it's pretty new in this area, but it's across the country in different cities, you can check out their website. And the way they verify you, you have to scan your ID you have to, you've, you have, there is almost, I felt like I was applying for, uh, like to, uh, to open a bank account, uh, because it is, as you said, a little creepy because you're sending these therapists, male or female to people's homes Ooh. on demand. Uh, but I ended up going through the process. I said, uh, the, if I see any weird, if I see any weird transactions on my card, I'll know that this isn't, this probably wasn't the right thing to do. Um, but I went ahead and I said, well, I have strangers picking me up for, for Uber all the time. I mean, why wouldn't somebody come and, and uh, a real licensed therapist come and uh, get a massage? I went into the app, got verified. Within 15 minutes, a little notification came up, said uh, that these are the times that are available. Somebody came at 10 p.m., gave me an hour massage, and boom, bam, I was done. And how much was it? 100 bucks. That's pretty good. Pretty good. because They if, set up a table and everything. They bring their table. You can actually... It, you can tell them if you have your own table. Apparently, some people have their own table in their own homes. Is that cheaper? If have you have your own table, table yes. But um, I don't no, have. No, I had a. That's what I would pay when I when I had a friend who does does yeah. massage, and that's what it's comparable. She it's comparable. That's no, that's amazing. That's a great price. Yeah. So 
Massages on demand, 60 minutes. I expect, uh, I picked, you can pick which ones you want, uh, like they do anywhere else. I said sports. And this lady showed up that was uh, some sort of a coach in the area for one of the sports teams. And she said, this is what she does on the side. And she's licensed and she was in and out. Boom, bam. That's pretty cool. Zeal, Z-E-E-L. Yeah. Not bad at all. I mean, I feel like this is, this is like what everyone's doing. You take, ooh, you take Uber and you apply it to something. Yeah. You know, and that's all what we're doing. Whether you want to order groceries or you want a massage, this is this is what people are doing. It's the on demand ordering. Pretty and, crazy. Yeah. And they can rate you. Well, the, of course. And vice they, versa. Like this guy was sweaty and a perv. I, don't you want to know what they were, said about you? Uh, yeah, but I, I was a gentleman. And then you you'd know? be like, can I get my own file? <laughs> My file, please. Is there like some HIPAA standards here? No, but like it, it's weird because in Uber, right, the driver rates you, you rate the driver, but the driver rates you. And if yeah. your rating gets too bad, they will not pick you up. Yeah, I imagine that would be the case. And I'm sure this is it's the same system for, for yeah. Zeal. And you can actually tell a Zeal that you're like, oh, uh, to make this um, therapist a priority or just, yeah, I'd see this person again or never send them again. So I had a friend who, who was really mean to Uber drivers, like just really mean yeah. and like always frustrated with them. And uh, they cannot get picked up. By oh, car. no. So it's like once you're in that system, you know, I guess you could create it. It's like your account. GPA. Be it, careful out there, people. Be nice. <laughs> be nice. Be nice. Be nice. If you're not nice. But then you also have to be honest with, with the rating when you're done. You got to be honest, but you should be nice. Yeah, it can't be a dick. Because they're going to rate you. And Interesting. I asked them. They'll tell you if you kind of like buddy up with them. I'm like, hey, man, how many stars do I have? And I think it was like, I don't know, 4.7 or something. Mm -hmm. But if you drop below four, you're out. Wow. So, yeah, you got to be careful. I never even knew that. That's wild. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, yeah, zeal, uh, zeal on, on uh, iOS. Um, I'm not sure if they're on Android. I'd have to check. But again, I just discovered it. But um, first experience, two thumbs up. All right. Anything to plug, sir? Uh, yes. Upcoming for Android. Um, for you free app company fans, Todd uh, has been doing a yeoman's job of really updating the app. Uh, there are a few small bugs. Um, so look for an update across all of our shows, whether it's uh, Tech 411, uh, Tony Perkins show, um, you've got Michael Mara show, Tom Likas. There's an update that will be posted here within, by, by the time you probably listen to this, it'll be up and running on Android for you Android users. Great. And I think, I don't know if there's any Android developers out there or iOS developers yes. that, that are looking for, you know, work, whether it's working at TMSoft or helping out with the podcast app mm -hmm. over at Free App Company, let us know. Reach out to us. For sure. Um, we're always looking for, for people that uh, have the skills that, and, and I'm not an Android guy, but I, I did my best at trying to make some Android apps and... Uh, Hopefully, the, the pot, you'll see that the new version 6 uh, of our podcasting apps will be much better. Much a, lot, a, lot, a lot of fun. Absolutely. Thank and you, man. Thank you, especially. Yeah, absolutely. And that's it for a show. And we'll see you next time. Ciao, ciao. This is the sound. This is Tech 411. The preceding program was brought to you by More Broadcasting. For more information, visit us at morebroadcasting.com.